This is the Tide Capital Millionaire Podcast, episode 18. This is the Tide Capital Millionaire Podcast Book Club Edition. A lot of people who know, um, I read a lot of books, man. And one thing that we've already started doing is we started reviewing uh, books through the blog, and now we want to make it more personal. I've reached out to my partner. He actually reached out to me. I'm not sure who reached out to who, but we reached out at the same time. Um, just regarding sharing uh, our opinions on books, a lot of times we read a lot of the same things. So I wanted to bring him on and discuss just different books that we're reading. Um, the book of this week is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Um, for those that not don't giving know, one F. <laughs> for those that don't know, I'm the founder and the director of the Todd Capital Investment Club. Todd Acquisitions and Todd Ventures, which is our crowdfunded venture capital firm. Um, and Jerome, introduce yourself, man. You have a lot of things going on as well, so talk to the people. Yeah, I've actually been on the podcast before. I can't remember which episode it was, but I came on talking about small business and the importance of marketing. And uh, yeah, I have an agency that helps small businesses create digital marketing strategies. Uh, so we give consultations as well as full uh execution on their creative and that is expansion agency you can find us at expansionagency.com and you just wrote a book recently too right yeah i just wrote a free book um it's, it's actually if you go to expansionagency.com you can download it and it's a book to help out uh small businesses uh get their digital marketing packages started without my help so even if you don't talk to me or use my services you can still download the book and get a head start on your digital marketing very cool so i'm pretty sure that we'll be reviewing that book as well i'm definitely going to read it I read every book. Five stars. Me, so. Five. <laughs> so cool, man. Um, so, I mean, on the agenda today, we're going to talk about, just so people kind of know where we're going with this, it's going to be a short and sweet podcast. Um, so you should be able to just to kind of get in and out. Hopefully we release these at least once a week. I know I'll do about a book a week, maybe sometimes two books a week. But um, what we're going to cover is the pros and cons just of this book. So we're going to go over the pluses, go over the negatives. Um, then we're going to talk about just a, a distinct kind of quote or principle that stood out to us. And then we're going to make our recommendation at the very end. So we'll let you know if it's worth your $10 or $15. So, right. um, I mean, where do you want to start, man? I mean, I think one with the title. I thought the title was interesting. Like, I mean, you think about catching attention and, and not judging a book by its cover. That's a, I mean, the cover made me pick it up. I bought the book before I even read like a synopsis about it. Just because I was like, who's who's bold enough to put out a title like that? Yeah. Yeah, one thing that I noticed is definitely the cover. Um, what I'm finding a lot of times, just because now that I'm becoming somebody who wants to put out my own book, is a lot of times they'll pull you in with those bright colors and the big words. Right. And, and it worked. It made me pick up the book. And uh, it actually made me pick up the book a few times before I even bought the book. So maybe that maybe that's to say that says something about the title and the cover. Right, I feel like it's like if I was at a scholastic school fair in sixth grade, like I would have picked it up just because it has such a, a good design. Mm -hmm. But um, the content actually ended up being worth it. I mean, if we jump into the pros and cons, mm -hmm. it's it's I guess a general overview of the book. It's a it's another self help book, but it's it's not masked like that. It comes across almost anti self help, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's still about empowering yourself and uh, living a life based on values and purpose rather than some of the more, um, some of the more like you know Instagram-based values and things that you see based on what other people are pretending to be. Yeah. So I actually thought it was interesting that he he said he wasn't self-help, but he really is. Yeah, I think as far as the pros for me, one thing that I like is people who kind of like punch you in the mouth and people who tell you everything that you think is true is wrong, 
And I love right. that just because, I mean, it's kind of like what Grant Cardone has built his whole theme on. And, it, and I mean, it makes you kind of shift your thinking. And one thing I always say is, like, you have to change your thinking to change your life. And so um, a lot of things that he brought up as far as, I mean, not trying, um, happiness is a problem, you're not special. It's like all these things that we think are true and all these things we've built our life on, he's like, nah, F that. Like, that's not how it right. works. You got to rethink that whole process. Right. And I'm reading it thinking, like, this dude has been contrarian for no reason, right? Like, at first, he started out making it seem like everybody you listen to is wrong. Like, you could tell the subtle shots he was taking at some of the gurus of, of self-help. But but he was absolutely right in, like, the, um, the happiness model. I thought that was a really interesting chapter, uh, just talking about how we put such a false worth on the state of happiness and mm -hmm. what happiness actually is. And I thought that was life-changing for me because I realized that, uh, when he when he talked about you know reflecting on your life and thinking about things that might have influenced what you believe to be happiness, like you almost have to do a self audit mm -hmm. and you know take some time to really figure out why why are your principles your principles why are your values your values and then really determine if you want those to be those. Yeah, one thing that I like about that chapter is um, essentially what he says is that problems are there for a reason. Like we're made to kind of conquer problems, but a lot of times what we think happiness is is not having problems but right. what he says is that your happiness is actually the ability to conquer your problems like you're happy when you get through your problems and that's one thing that kind of really stood out to me yeah and and he also talked on that too with excuses right because he said that people that try to avoid having problems end up making excuses and he talked about the scientific study that excuses releases dopamine so it's like addicting to mm -hmm give excuses i thought that was super dope man and he not only did he talk about that there he talks about that when he starts talking about entitlement which is a, a very strong theme throughout the entire book because he really harped on entitlement and just like kind of shutting that whole idea down and how entitlement can ruin you but he also talked about what he called victimhood chic and it was so timely right. like that's one thing i liked about this book is a lot of it was timely a lot of it was relevant to the t today's time and i mean i said that just because how I mean, recently we saw everybody on the internet saying how many Fs they don't give or how they don't, like, I'm just the person that doesn't give an F. And he said right. that it's not about not giving an F, it's about finding the right Fs to give. To give, man. You, man, that's so dope. And especially because all the people talking about they don't give an F are posting that on Facebook and they would be pissed if they didn't get no likes on that post. <laughs> so it's like, exactly. it's like, yeah, I, I thought that was dope too, man. What would you say, what would you say you didn't like about the book? You know, I'm glad you asked me that question because, I mean, a lot of times when Jerome says, read this book, it's, it's, it's like amazing, it's the best thing I've ever read, he's been right. <laughs> and he was right about 10X Rule, you're right about, um, I forgot what other, oh, Dot Com Secrets, you're right about that. In this book, I feel like there, I think it started off really, really well, and then at the end, it started kind of getting away from the message, he started talking about just like random stuff, like helpful things, but I just wasn't as impressed with the end of the book as I was with the beginning of the book. I can, yeah, def it definitely had a different feeling towards the end. Yeah. It's almost like he went away from it, it, the first chapter of the book, and I think you can get the first chapter free on Amazon. Dude is cursing every other sentence, right? Like, <laughs> I shared the book on Facebook, and then my pastor hit me with the side-eye emoji, like, is this what we're reading? <laughs> like, <instead of> Proverbs? <laughs> you know? Um, but it seemed like towards the end of the book, he went away from that. Like, he said, like, he punched you in the mouth in the beginning, and mm -hmm. then it seemed to soften up towards the end. And, and I got what he was trying to do. Like, he wants to hit you so you get hooked. And then at the end, he kind of hits you with his real message. Mm -hmm. But it definitely had a different feeling. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to say that there wasn't some good content at the end. And it's so funny. I actually quoted 
some of his book to my mom this morning. And at the very end, he talks about like this idea that you're going to die. And like just knowing that you're going to die, people still don't live up to their potential. People still don't actually live. And it's like, you know what's coming. You know it's going to die. You know that at the end, like that's all she wrote, but you're still so afraid to live. It's like, I don't really understand that aspect, but I mean, I still took some content and some value from the end of the book. It just was a little bit underwhelming. Um, and I think it's underwhelming because we've heard that stuff before. That's where he got into the real kind of cliche self-help stuff about understanding failure versus understanding success and success mm-hmm. is what it means to you, you know, and that type of stuff. Like we've heard that stuff before versus the stuff in the beginning where it was kind of new. So I, that, that's probably why we felt like That's that. exactly what I was thinking is it was nothing that I hadn't heard before. And that is why it was so different. And that's one of the points I I wanted to make sure I made is in all the other books that you've recommended for me is 10X. It was completely mind shifting. I never heard it before. I like paradigm shifting books. I like books that are not going to just be regurgitating what I've already read a hundred times. I need something that is like, wow, that's enlightening. I can apply that to my life. Let's take it to the next level. Not just like, okay, I already know that. I don't want to get confirmed. I want to find something that's going to elevate me. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent agree. I still think I think it's one hundred percent worth the read, even you know through some of that fluff, because other people might not be as exposed to as much of the material as we are. But uh, there's definitely there's definitely a theme that that changes towards the end, where he he gets almost like a Tony Robbins esque mm-hmm. you know um, style mm-hmm. towards the end, like talking about affirmations and meditation and stuff. And I was like, what happened to the dude that was cursing at me? And the crazy thing about it is, it's not. I like that stuff too. But if I'm going into a book thinking that I'm going to just get punched in the mouth all throughout the book, don't don't turn Tony Robbins me at the end. Right. That's kind of like what I felt when I read that most recent book by Tony Robbins. It was so weird. Like he probably like 70 percent of the book is just all finance. And then the last 30 percent, he starts getting Tony Robbins ish on you, which I mean, it's a Tony Robbins book. So he should. But I'm not expecting him to go all super spiritual at the end. That was kind of weird to me. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was weird. So, okay, so we talked about the pros and cons. What's the official Charles stamp of approval? Cop or drop? Man, I think that I'm on a 10x quest right now. I'm trying to read 100 <laughs> books a year. And the crazy thing about reading 100 books a year is every single book that I see, I have to read. But right. I don't know that everybody's on that 10x quest. So, I mean, while it's cool and it's trendy to read, I think that if you're going to dedicate 200 pages of your life, you might be better off reading, I don't know, something different that's more particular to your actual, like, your your industry, learning how to be better at you. Or just read the first half of the book. I, my The Charles Cop is by the first half of the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Okay. Uh, I say, you know what? I would say cop, man. I would say cop. But you're right. Like, if you haven't read... 10x rule i wouldn't say read this before the, the 10x rule at all i wouldn't shoot i wouldn't say read dang near anything besides the bible mm-hmm. before the 10x rule yeah. but um but yeah i would say cop like you said the first half is so strong it, and if you haven't heard a lot of the self-help messages then i would rather you hear it in this format than some of the other fluff that's out there mm-hmm. so i would i would definitely say it's, it's a it's a cop yeah. but a caveat that you know second half of the book you might get a little uh, tuned out yeah, I mean, there's some, there's a lot of power in there, man. I'm just looking at the table of contents right now, and uh, the idea that failure is the way forward, um, the pain is a part of the process. That's the stuff I love, and I've never ever seen anybody touch on the victimhood 
kind of uh, trend that's going on right now in the way that he did. So, I mean, that in itself is worth a pickup just because the way he tied it, and I didn't get a chance to finish this thought earlier, is like he took the whole victimhood identity that's going on, but then he said, okay, but it's happening, but it's even being more glamorized and promoted via social network where everybody's becoming a victim of some sort of oppression. And then he started kind of breaking it down into how like being a victim is you being entitled and how you being a victim is actually preventing you from getting what you really want to get, what you really want to get. I was like, that in itself was just fire, man. I mean, that's something I've been promoting online for a long time just because it's something I really, really believe. But Right, that's why your Twitter mentions look like they do. Man, <laughs> it's lit. Know? It's lit right now, too. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's so fin- funny. Like, in, um, there was a time when I would go to sleep and I would get a few mentions. Now, every single time I wake up, it's just on fire. Every single time. I don't know what I did, but I mean, it gets the word out, getting the, yeah, the good word. It's effective. It's effective. It's almost in the same way, like the book title, right? Like if you hit people in the mouth, you're going to get a reaction. And yeah. Hit dogs will holler. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I get it. And his victim, his victimhood speech was dope because it, it's absolutely selfish the way that some people are promoting this victim mentality. So that chapter alone is worth it. I almost wanted to snapshot it and start tweeting it to people. Like every time, you know, all the social justice warriors want to start hooping and hollering about stuff. You know, I wanted to, to tweet it out there, but um, yeah, I, I think I think it's a certified cop. You know, for you, certified first half of the book cop. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to review our next one. Very cool. So I appreciate you taking your lunch break to talk to the people. We're posting this, man. We're gonna post it out of order because I think people need to get this and they want to see it. So man, I appreciate you. Um, keep tuned for more of these. We're gonna post at least one a week. Um, this has been Todd Capital, Todd Millionaire. We're doing big things, just trying to help our people in any way that we can. If you have any questions, email us at info at capitaltod.com. We have the university going on. Droma is actually a partner with the university, handles all the marketing. And that thing is booming. We have a ton of people signing up, and you need to be the next one that's on board. So if you want to sign up, email university at capitaltod.com. We would love to have you on. We're working on some on-demand courses so that you can fit it into your own schedule. I know everybody's busy, but we want to get you that word. So, Yes, sir. All right, my man. All right, man. Thank you.